This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're talking about a gratitude experiment. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you lie. It's thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a person like you trying to lose some weight. I got a report that uh, early in the week I actually went under 220, which was great, and then today, eh, just right, snuck right back over, but that's okay. I am headed in the right direction, and uh, a lot of it, of my battle, is mental, and like it or not, you get to come along with me with my ride of weight loss. And I was listening to a podcast by Phil Parker called uh, NLP Essentials or Essential NLP. And I want to try this experiment. If you're if you're not new to the show, if you are new to the show, I'm a big fan of the Fitbit. In fact, he said, leaning back to to touch the Fitbit, number one, I'm very, very thankful that you are listening right now. And uh, it is Sunday, the 29th, as I record this, and I've got 6,697 steps. And what the Fitbit is, it's kind of this little pedometer on steroids. And Phil had an experiment. So if you don't have a Fitbit, if, if you have something that you put in your pocket on a daily basis. Now, the Fitbit can clip to your your bra, your pants, or whatever. I just stick mine in my front pocket. Um, the clip is really strong. I'm just always worried about losing it. The good news is they keep making these things smaller. The bad news is it makes it that much easier to lose it. So I do that. And then the experiment is when you touch whatever it is that you have in your front pocket, every time you touch it, look around or whatever the situation is and come up with something that you're thankful for. And so what we're talking about is gratitude or thankfulness. And this is on psychology today. It says gratitude is an emotion expressing appreciation for what one has, as opposed to say a consumer oriented emphasis on what one wants or needs and is currently receiving a great deal of attention as a facet of positive psychology. Gratitude is what gets poured into the glass to make it half full. Studies show that gratitude not only can be deliberately, deliberately 
uh, cultivated, but it increases levels of well-being and happiness amongst those who do cultivate it. So this is an exercise in trying to cultivate gratitude. In addition, grateful thinking and especially expressions of it to others is associated with increased levels of energy, optimism, and empathy. Now, there's actually an app, he said, reaching for his phone. I believe it's just called Gratitude. It's in my one. Here we go. Yeah, Gratitude Diary. And you can just every day you click on the plus sign and you can say, this is what I'm thankful for today. So you can keep that in mind. And then what's great is on those days, let's, let's go the opposite way. What often leads us to eating is the fact that we want to feel good. Well, why do we feel bad? Because something isn't going the way we had planned. And that then leads to us focusing on what we don't have. Right? I want an iPad. I want uh, this. I want the new phone. I want the bright, new, shiny object. I want a better job. I want, And the problem is that leads us in a negative direction. And that leads us to feeling bad and focusing on, on the good things. Now, with this said, I'm not talking hokey. If you're not familiar, where there was a book and a movie and a DVD called The Secret, where they talked about the power of the secret of positive thinking. And, and I'm into positive thinking, but they were like saying, if you think about a check for a million dollars, like someday it's just going to show up. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But I do believe that what we focus on is what we get. And when we focus on negative things, and again, this isn't, I want to reiterate this. I am a realist. You know, I'm not talking about walking around with rose colored glasses, but there are those times when we can really get just obsessed on the negative things and we've got a lot of positive things in front of us. And so I actually Googled the power of gratitude and um, this is from, and I'm not making this up, purposefairy.com. That's right, purposefairy.com. And it says, it's a little poem, I don't know, um, Oh, and it has a quote from Oprah. Oprah. So what isn't complete without a, a quote from Oprah? Be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Well, I, I apparently, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it. I, I agree with Oprah. Right? So it says, realize that now in this moment, we have more than enough. If you think about it, from what I understand, I know three people that have gone to Africa and they say it's life changing because you don't realize just how bad life can suck until you go to Africa and you see people who, who, what are you doing today? I'm going to try to find enough food to live on. Like that's my, we're trying to figure out what TV program to watch or what sports team to, yeah. These people are like, what'd you do today? I walked and got water. Yeah, what, well, you had to walk, you know, seven hours to get it. So it's okay to have dreams. It's okay to aspire to grow, to learn, to evolve and achieve big things. But it's also important to celebrate yourself, to celebrate your accomplishments, to celebrate the present moments and to celebrate your life. With gratitude comes happiness and with happiness comes, you guessed it, gratitude. Here is a really beautiful gratitude poem. So... 
I thought this was interesting. It says, be thankful that you don't already have everything you desire. If you did, what would you be looking forward to? Think about that one. If you had everything you wanted, what's the point? I don't know. Be thankful when you don't know something because it gives you the opportunity to learn. Be thankful for difficult times. That is so easier said than done. But it's during those times that you grow. Be thankful for your limitations because they give you opportunities for improvement. And be thankful for each new challenge because it will build your strength and character. And if you think about a second, a time that was just rough, and it may be now, but if you think about something that happened in the past, you know, we each, I don't know, year, five years, 10 years, we reset the bar on things that we thought, uh, you know, I couldn't, I, I, there's no way I could do that. And now you look back and you go, well, I did do this and that was really, really hard, but I got through it. So yeah, I might be able to do that. It is those difficult times that let us know how far we can push ourselves. Be thankful for mistakes. They will teach you valuable lessons. Now, as a teacher, that's my day job. I have to say, they're not mistakes. They're learning opportunities. And you have to say it in an in a annoying radio voice when you say that. Uh, be thankful when you're tired and weary because it means you've made a difference. It's easy to be thankful for the good things. A life of rich fulfillment comes to those who are also thankful for the setbacks. Gratitude can turn a negative into a positive and find a way to be thankful for your troubles and they become your blessings, your blessings, your blessings. Yes, they do. They become your blessings. This is, <laughs> this is Mike Tyson on gratitude. Yeah. Uh, the author's unknown. So I, I liked that thought. And so I found this article about uh, a researcher named Dr. Robert, I'm going to call him Emmons, E-M-M-O-N-S. He's uh, at the University of California, and uh, he has done an eight-year intensive research. And uh, it's now a book called Thanks, How the New Science of Gratitude Can Make You Happier. And he found that people who view life as a gift and consciously acquire an attitude of gratitude will experience multiple advantages. Gratitude improves emotional and physical health, and it can strengthen relationships and communities. Some strategies include keeping a gratitude journal, hence the app that I talked about, and I don't know if that's on Android or not, but I'm sure they have something. Uh, learning prayers of gratitude and using visual reminders. Without gratitude, life can be lonely, depressing, and impoverished. Gratitude enriches human life. It elevates, energizes, inspires, and transforms. People are moved, opened, and humbled through the expressions of gratitude, which I thought was interesting. So here are the, some things they found here. In an experimental comparison, those who kept gratitude journals on a weekly basis exercised more, regularly reported fewer physical symptoms, felt better about their lives as a whole, and were more optimistic about the upcoming week compared to those who recorded hassles or neutral life events. Weekly. So we're not talking daily here, weekly. Now, if you can do daily, fine. A related benefit was observed in the realm of personal goal attainment. Participants who kept gratitude lists were more likely to have made progress toward important personal goals, such as academic, interpersonal, and health-based, 
over a two-month period compared to subjects in other experimental conditions. Now, if you can do this, a daily gratitude intervention, which is a self-guided exercise with young adults, resulted in higher reported levels of positive states of alertness, enthusiasm, determination, attentiveness, and energy compared to uh, a focus on hassles or downward social comparison, ways in which participants thought they were better off than others. There was no difference in levels of unpleasant emotions reported in the three groups. Participants in the daily gratitude condition were more likely to report having helped someone with a personal problem or having offered emotional support to another relative to the hassles or social comparison condition. In a sample of adults with neuromuscular disease, a 21-day gratitude intervention resulted in greater amounts of higher energy, positive moods, a greater sense of feeling connected to others, more optimistic ratings of one's life, and better sleep duration and sleep quality relative to the control group. And this is a really long article. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but it's uh, pretty interesting. The, the book, again, is called Thanks, The New Science of Gratitude. And I'm going to do something a little different. If you uh, go to logicalloss.com forward slash audible, that'll take you over to Audible. You can actually get any of their eight bazillion books for free. You can get one free book, and I'm going to play a sample. I've yet to, we're going to listen to this together. The uh, best rated book, five out of five stars, is a book called 21 Days of Gratitude Challenge, Finding Freedom from Self-Pity and Negative Attitude. And this is from uh, Shelley Hitz, narrated by Susan Levitt. So we're going to listen to this together. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. 21 Days of Gratitude Challenge. Thankfulness. Gratitude. Contentment. These are words that are familiar to us, especially those of us that call ourselves followers of Jesus. And yet, how often do we get stuck in the opposite? Self-pity, complaining, discontentment. And I have to admit that I have been there lately. I've been through so many changes recently, and some people might think that I haven't made. Others might think I'm crazy. But I don't think many realize how difficult it has been for me. And so I decided to take a 21-day gratitude challenge. 21 days of gratitude. What does this mean? It can mean different things for different people. But for me, I sense that I need to take the initiative to write down the things and people in my life that I'm grateful for in my journal for the next 21 days. At the same time, I will choose one person each day to write a handwritten thank you note to them. In the note, I will share why I am thankful for them and send it via postal mail. I found 21 thank you notes and cards in my closet, got them out, and wrote my first thank you note today. Then I got out my journal that has been somewhat neglected over the past few months and wrote out three specific things that I am thankful for in my life today in these three categories, spiritual, physical, and relational. 
I wrote several sentences of what I am thankful for and why in each category. And already I can feel the direction of my heart changing. Imagine what will happen after 21 days of being intentionally thankful for all I've been given. Okay, so that's uh, Shelley. Obviously a spiritually based uh, book. Again, I had no idea. So I'm going to go over to Dr. John Demartini, who's the author of Count Your Blessings. And according to the guy that wrote Chicken Food Soup for the Soul, he's uh, he will make your journey one of effort, effortless effort. What? Is that seriously a quote? One of effortless effort. If it's effortless, it's not effort. Wait a minute. Anyway, so this is called The Gratitude Effect. We'll listen to a little sample of this one. Of an appreciation must be the very essence of our human existence. So I set out on a quest to discover what this state called gratitude is. And I learned that gratitude meant thankfulness, appreciation, and grace. Gratitude emerges when what we desire and expect matches what actually is or when our own human will or intention matches what theologians have called the divine will and hidden order. When we have gratitude and humbleness for divinity, we are provided certainty and gratitude for humanity. But when our perceptions and emotions are unbalanced, and we don't recognize the beautiful balance of the divine order, we have our will pushing against divine will, and we become ungrateful for what actually is. Many people assume that true gratitude arises when they perceive their individual values as being supported more than challenged, and when they can easily and superficially count their blessings. These same people may also assume that ingratitude arises when they perceive their values as being challenged more than supported, when they can easily count their curses. But this is not the whole picture. For true and deep gratitude, which brings tears of inspiration to our eyes, arises only when we truly awaken to and acknowledge the hidden order and perfect balance residing in our lives and in the entire universe, when both support and challenge and all other complementary opposites are recognized as occurring simultaneously. This is the moment true gratitude spontaneously emerges from within our hearts, and it is the moment we access our most powerful source of love that gives rise to the gratitude effect. There we go. We'll stop out of that. So... You can hear in these that it is a purposeful thing. And I guess it makes sense in the fact that if you're going to get better at anything, you have to start. If you're going to get better at exercise, you have to start. If you have, if you're going to get better at uh, eating better, you, you have to try to eat better. And I always talk, as a podcast consultant, you have these people that want things to be perfect. And I'm like, you know, you're not going to be perfect until you start. Because you're not going to be perfect out of the gate. I wasn't perfect when I, the first time I tied my shoes. And it's just a case of you got to start. And so the, the first lady there talked about how daily, it sounds like she wants you to sit down and, and be gratitude. And, and the doctor there was talking about, different steps that you have to take and the things you will need to look at. And so for me, when I heard the simple exercise of putting something in your pocket and then every time you touch it, you have to come up with something that you're thankful for. 
And it may be, hey, I'm glad it's raining because the crops need it. It may be, I'm glad it's cold outside because it makes me appreciate heat. It may be, I'm glad the baby is crying because it means he can feel and he can let me know or she know that they need help. Right? There are all sorts of things. And uh, think about gratitude, an attitude of gratitude. And I realize I've talked about this in the past, but it's something that I need to work on because the slippery slope of negative thinking at times has me in its grasp. And I need to just like chill out on that. And when things, when you have an attitude of gratitude, it it does make your day go better. It gives you a little lift in your step. It does help you. I had some things that went really, like I said, I, I went under 220 and I was like, all right, I'm headed in the right direction. And that nothing feels as good as stepping on a scale and seeing it go down. Even, even if you know that it's, you know, that might be water weight and tomorrow might be a different story, but to know that you did at least for that day, make a difference. It can really, really help. And so for me, when I think about it, I am sarcastic and there are times when I just want to complain and things don't go the way I want and people don't think the way I think. And you know, I'm going to solve that with a can of Mountain Dew and some ice cream. And that's just not the answer. And so the other thing I'm doing this week is as God is my witness, I'm cleaning out my car. My car's a disaster. And there's a lot of science that says if you can clean up your area, because when I get my car, I'm like, Ugh, you, you made it through another weekend and you didn't clean out your car. I told you you're in there. You go off to the races, negative thinking. So take that time and maybe clean things up a little bit. There is a book. Uh, I've never finished reading it, but I started reading it. It was pretty interesting called, Does This Clutter Make Me Look Fat? And uh, it was an interesting read. I didn't make it all the way through, but I don't make it through most of my books. I get to where I want to go and I usually find another new bright, shiny object to uh, read. So that's my goal for this coming week. As always, cut Mountain Dew out of my life, which I am still doing better at, but have not completely eliminated it. And to be a little more attitude of gratitude-ish towards life. And I want to, let me get to my phone here real quick. I want to give a quick shout out. Speaking of Fitbits, uh, I have some friends on Fitbit with me. And one of the cool things about Fitbit as I pull up my app here, you don't have to have a smartphone, but you can see where you're at competing against your friends here. And I am right now number six on a list of, uh, I don't know, 15. So there you go, Dave Shapiro. I passed you up, buddy. That's all right. He'll be back soon, I'm sure. And uh, you can send messages back and forth. So, um, Let's see, who is that? Um, Ayovich. And I'm not sure who the A stands for here. She says, Dave, you can walk there podcast. It was a couple episodes ago. Inspired me to walk to the dentist today. And um, she says, I've uh, been listening to your podcast. I've been losing and regaining the same few pounds with you through the years. And um, yeah. We're hoping to, uh, to to stop that, right? But it is interesting because I do, I can go in, the person right now that's in the top 
her login is Jen Jen, and she is averaging 20,000 steps a day. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, the person in second place is Christy, who is averaging 16,000 steps a day. What am I averaging here? Survey says uh, 9,000 steps a day. I've been keeping up. I started off today with a 45-minute walk listening to a podcast. And um, so you can kind of see where you you rank. And uh, if that competitive edge uh, helps you, then uh, by all means, get a Fitbit and get some friends on board. Also want to let you know, I've talked about gym pack per nauseum in the past, and I'm now up to $20.31 that I could actually take from, from just by exercising. I'm getting paid to exercise. So uh, that's the one where you say, I'm going to go to the gym X amount of time, or I'm going to be active this amount of time. And through GPS and motion sensors, it knows that you're not lying. And then what happens is if, like in my case, I say I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and... Uh, how you make money is the people that don't make their pack. It takes money out of your account and gives it to the people who do. So I've been doing very good with that. So uh, just a little update on that. And uh, if you would like to support the show, you can go out to logicalloss.com forward slash support and uh, click the donate button there. That's always greatly appreciated. You can also go to shop.logicalloss.com. That'll take you there. And of course you can go to uh, logicalloss.com forward slash audible and uh, pick up a book and uh, let that inspire you. There are a lot of books there about gratitude, and I'm looking at one called The Power of Habit, Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business that seems to, uh, it's got four stars overall, and it's been rated by 3,312 people. And um, there's another one here called The Willpower Instinct that uh, looks very interesting. And again, you can get any book you want for free if you're new. Now, if it's not free, I think it's like, I want to say it's $15 a month. And what's great about that, if you were to buy that book, the audiobook, a lot of times they're like 20, 30 bucks. So you're actually saving money if you're a person that's going to be listening to books anyway. And you don't need to have an iPhone. You can listen on your, your PC, on your tablet. If you do have a smartphone, that's great. It works on just about anything, even on an iPod. And uh, you can check that out. So thank you, everyone who's been supporting the show, been writing in. I deeply appreciate everybody who's listening and cheering me on. And uh, we are going to get there. I, I am. I have an attitude. My attitude hasn't changed, has changed, I think, over the past month or so, especially the last couple of weeks. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. And I want to remind you with my favorite Jillian Michaels quote, which is, why are you choosing failure when success is very much still an option. Take care, everybody. God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do it. I guess I'll have to end.
Exercise